about three things I was absolutely positive. There were a few things I knew for sure. First, Edward was a vampire. For one, Edith was an actual vampire. Second, there was a part of him, and I didn't know how potent that part might be, that thirsted for my blood. For another, there was a part of her that saw me as food. And third, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. But in the end, none of that mattered. All that mattered was that I loved her. More than I'd ever imagined it was possible to love anything. She was everything I wanted. The only thing I would ever want. is a coward. She cannot hold herself accountable to herself. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, what you heard in that intro. It's like when oh. a, a village of pitchforks comes at you and then all the villagers <laughs> have your face. <laughs> it was a village of pitchforks. <laughs> and all the pitchforks, and the pitchforks have your face. The pitchforks were holding people like what? <laughs> and they were all you. you. Oh, no. And they were going to kill Frankenstein's monster? No, you. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a bad dream. Oh, But not bad like your girlfriend is a vampire and your- Oh, she's bad. Your little sister who you have a crush on is a wolf, you know? Your little sister who you have a crush on is a wolf? That is a bad dream. Yeah, I'm describing a dream in the book you just read, you absolute ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's not his little sister. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like- that's a friend that he barely remembers. Yeah, but famously like a sister to me. Well, we'll see. Later. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk off this set. Well, I wish you would, because we had to read a chapter from Twilight and compare it to the chapter from Life and Death, is what you heard there. Was Bella versus Bo admitting that they oh, loved you the said vampire. chapter. You sort of changed the preface of our preface, premise of our podcast just then. We're like, oh, this week we had to read a chapter of Twilight and compare it to a chapter of this. In in the in the grand scale, the geologic time scale, that this is what is we've true. done. Yeah. <laughs> when they carbon date this podcast, there'll be no telling which episode we recorded when. No, it uh, this podcast is a, a, a Cambrian explosion of Twilight content. We're mm. it, it's simply so much so fast. Uh some That's a little, fans um, of the pod know, may remember that we once told you we started a board game tiktok uh someone on board game tiktok asked me what our podcast was about because i said it was non-gaming related and they asked me and my horror i did tell the truth i said it is about twilight (laughs) look i said if that seems insane out of context in context it is insane we will again one day figure out what that board game for twilight will be yeah i think that it's like um well, I think that the easiest type of board game to design would be a game like Marrying the Sea. I feel like I think we I think we've had this exact conversation on the pod before. So, listeners, uh, listen back to what season two, episode seven. I'm guessing. If not, listen to that one anyways. I'm sure it's good. Oh. We are reading. <laughs> you said that so. Sad. You could also do something like Mary Posa's, oh, where you're trying, where you're a vampire, and you're like trying to race across the country to save someone. Hmm. We'll have to see how that turns out in this book. How this, how the whole um, evil vampire oh, chase no. happens at the end. Well, guys, all the questions we had at the end of last week were answered. And more. And so many more. Because again, we're reading Life and Death, Gender Swap, Twilight. You get it. It's the real thing. It's guys, crazy. Guys, I'm going to one more time emphasize this is a real, a real book, book written by real life That Stephanie was a real Meyer, best. Coward. It was a New York Times bestseller. Uh, this thing sold out so fast. I remember we looked up the stats a year ago, it feels like. On how popular this book was, and it was pretty popular, but we just never knew about it until recently. Um, I was telling Maggie right before this that um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about this episode, but then she reminded me there's always lots with this lady. Oh yeah. Oh, by the way, my name's Chris. I am Team. I'm entire. I'm just Team Edith now. Oh, Edith, hot vampire, a certified hottie with a body. Oh yeah. Um, I guess that I am Team. Like, I guess, Michaela and Edith. 
All I'm going to say is Bo noticed more about what Michaela is wearing than Bella ever notices what Mike is wearing. And <laughs> well, because no is, one should notice what Mike's wearing. Mike answer, Newton can choke and die. The answer is a a like beige mini skirt <laughs> and a see through white tank top. And I couldn't tell when it was fifty degrees. And I couldn't tell if he thought it was slutty or conservative that she wore a skirt that went to mid thigh. I, I couldn't either. I thought that he was saying conservative at first, and then I was like, wait. That is too short. And then I was like, Edith is wearing this? Everyone would see that she's a corpse. And then I was like, no, it's Michaela. Yeah. I I got there. I couldn't quite tell what Stephanie or her main character thought about a girl wearing a a mid-thigh skirt. It could be read either way, and I don't know which it is. Well, I'll tell you what. I learned a lot about what Stephanie thinks about certain things in these chapters. This is a socio-political mess of a chapter. In one three-page spread, I learned how Stephanie Meyer feels about hippies, (laughs) uh, people who do drugs, or loiter. Or loiter. And cops. And how she feels about police, um, and how she feels about, like, vigilante justice, maybe. Well, that was always... Part of it, right? Sure. Uh, So, yeah, it turns out another eventful week in the old Pacific Northwest with vampires. I love this podcast. (laughs) I just. Just earlier, you said you wanted a storm offset. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's because that was my old host, Dirk Chris. Now that friend Chris is back. Look. Did Huff text us the other day or just me? Okay. I didn't read um, any of his texts. We're gonna take we're gonna take a quick break while Maggie reads the texts from her friends and then gets back to herself. Oh, on whether he that happened. Both of us about tenant. So I'll read that later. Anyway, Jake, uh, I'll check your texts. This is my this is the easiest way to communicate with Jake, our one listener. Look, we have more listeners than that. Hello, <laughs> listeners. I know you're out there because I see when you download this. Ooh. Hi, Spotify. We got a little Spotify bump. Um, thank you, algorithm. Yeah, thanks, listeners. Listeners, what do you want to see? I'm gonna here's my oh, oh, let I, me be let me be vulnerable. Okay, here. Uh here we go. sorry, let me speak in bachelor. Yes. Let me be vuln- vulnerable. Vulnerable. Um, I'm gonna post on the Instagram. Whoa. And I'm gonna get back in the habit of talking to you guys about what you want to hear. Speaking of Spotify, I just got an email that we can start um p- having people pay for it on Spotify. It's a subscription. Podcasts okay. with Let's special say content, cents. and I would say, would anyone subscribe for nineteen cents? A nineteen month? cents. I think they could, would subscribe for a dollar. And Let we, us know. And we will, I, I will make. We will make special content for our Spotify subscribers. We just we're putting this feelers out. If you want that, email us or leave us a five star iTunes review. You'll figure out how to do that at the end of the show. Guys, we give you our contact. There info. are so many things we could do for you personally. We could record fan fiction that we write about you and any Twilight character. We could. Oh, but to be broadcast to all the subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This so is Patreon. You're, I'm you're thinking of OnlyFans. Oh, whatever. Okay. Here's another option. Okay. Should we start an OnlyFans? Yes. Here's a third option. I we can record movie commentary. Sure. And there's, there's a, only so many. We can't do more. Right. There's three more, and then we could start recording commentaries for just other vampire movies, but like as if they were Twilight. Okay. We did watch a vampire movie recently. It was so loved good. It. It was Vampire Academy. Academy from like the writer of Mean Girls. No, well, that, sorry, no, it wasn't the, Tina, Tina Fey. <laughs> no, the director of Mean Girls. Something like that. Yeah. It is based on a YA book, guys. We had so much fun watching this movie. It is like what if like a teen sex romp went bad with vampires? Well, if you ask me, all teen sex romps it's are also bad. Incredibly, uh, abstinence only education for me. It's very gay. Yeah. Like, well, vampires. Full blown gay stuff. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to say. Great. One more thing, and then we got to start talking about this. this okay. Book. Do you guys think that I should post um, a Craigslist ad to become a freelance writer called I'll Write Your Smut? And then I just like, whoever pays me, I write smut for them. Again, do I we think, think this that's is, sex I, work. Again, I. No, no, sh- no tea, no shade, truly. But I just don't know if it's something that I personally want to get involved in. Um, there are Patreons for people who, you know, draw and write sexual content. Well, I don't want to so like, only do that. do that. I just want like oh. anonymous Craigslist people that if they like, if, if they want to pay me a hundred bucks, I'll to talk about, you know, want. you know, the hunky gardener 
at Lowe's. Exactly. And they want to write a scenario where they take him to, I was going to say Golden Corral on a romantic night out. Sure. Or just like behind one of the riding lawnmowers. Golden Corral. This is a totally different story. Golden Corral. The last time I was at a Golden Corral was maybe in 2015. I have never stepped foot in a Golden Corral. <laughs> With my mom on Easter Sunday. No. I think everyone else was gone. I don't know why. I think my, I think, and our family is like split up for some reason that year. And I think my dad was like seeing his mom. And so it's just my mom and I in Indiana. And then we said, what would be funny and fun where we can go? So we went to Golden Corral and immediately were like, why do we spend $25 on the worst food in America? Uh, we have to stop this podcast. <laughs> okay. Golden Corral, my last thing, my last thing. Golden Corral, everything is just uh, uh, kids' cuisine food on hot plates. <laughs> Guys, should we start a kid cuisine podcast? Review YouTube channel? <laughs> Finally. Okay, uh, I'm going to start I'm all about those brownies that warm up somehow in the same Dude, time as corn. It makes me laugh. <laughs> brownies and corn. That's all a kid cuisine is. Me? I'm all about that base. Why, before Bon Appetit was canceled, did Claire never make uh, gourmet kid cuisine? That is a real shame that we'll never get that. I'm going to go more than that. Loss of an idea. And a loss of a future. In this quick break. In Bye. what? This quick break. Oh, I heard in this quick bender. Well, I'm going to do a quick bender. <laughs> it's when I do quigs so much that I'm like on a- What is a quig? Um, it stands for- <laughs> Oh, it stands for something. It stands for- um K? Um, is it K or a Q? K. Okay. So it's ketamine. Ketamine and then W- uh, Whippets. And then I- Um, That is- Ice. Cocaine. Meth. Oh, okay. And uh, G? Just Gatorade. You G gotta is ga- I gotta get my electrolytes. So you do ketamine, whippets, ice, and then just a shot of Gatorade. Oh, and a shot. We'll not, like, not a full one. <laughs> no, no. One of those like Gatorade I'm, go-gurts. I'm going to do a shot of sugar-free Gatorade go-gurt. Yeah. And then we're going to be right back. Okay, let's. I would eat a frozen go Chris, I can't eat Gogurt. I have too many scars in my mouth from them. That's the sound of sparkles. <laughs> and the sound Stop of sparkles. sparkles. I don't remember. Huh. Do you hear the, the sound, sound of sparkles? sparkles? Sound, sound of sound of sparkles. sparkles. That's all we can say anymore, and we're going to get a copyright strike. You're so right. And I can. I think that would have been protected by parody law. Uh, I don't know. We just changed the words. Hot dog girl. No, this is all. Awesome. She's been living in a hot dog world. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog girl. Hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. I'm frowning while I do this. World. She's hot dog girl. This is the part where we recap what we read. Um, and let me tell you, just like Twilight. <laughs> this one, I think more than anything before, is was really just like Twilight. Um, so it is Monday at school. Edith's not there. Bo makes plans to go to Port Angeles after school the next day to get corsages and see a movie. With, with his bros. With some boys. The next day, Port Angeles bro day. Bro down. But in the morning, the first thing he does is he's so stressed out about how much he loves Edith, basically, that he runs in the woods and mm-hmm. then he does his homework. <laughs> and uh, then they go to Port Angeles. It's all fine. Bo tries to find a bookstore. Instead, um, some druggies follow him down the street, call him a cop, pull a gun out. And then what? The hot vampire in her Volvo? Pulls Did you up? say Volvo? Yeah, it's a Volvo again. I was just about to check. She, Edith pulls up uh, and, you know, rips away and, and saves Bo from these real uh, drug fiends. <laughs> and then I imagine them like mosquitoes if mosquitoes were people. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's like date night in Port Angeles. Time to go Edith to- Edith is like, don't hang out with your bros, baby. Touch my hands and sit in this booth. Well, she looks at his bros and she goes, you don't mind if I make him ask me out to dinner, will you? And they're like, oh, no. So then they go out to dinner. 
Bo finds out that Edith can read minds and also she can smell him from a mile away. And she's a vampire. And then they're at Charlie's house and she's like, maybe I'm breaking up with you. And he's like, no, don't break up with me. And she's like, okay, great. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow then, my prey. And then he tried to touch her and she went, no. <laughs> that was great. But they were touching before. It was yeah, odd. it was odd. But then she, instead of kissing him, just breathed on his face. And From like he, across the And car. then he got a boner so hard he like. Did he? I mean, he went lightheaded and had to grab onto the hood of the car to not fall over. Oh. And then his dad is like, son, is that you? And he's like, oh, yeah, dad. <laughs> so, yeah. And then he went to bed at 8.30 p.m. Yeah. That's what happened in Life and Death, comma, Stephanie Meyer wrote it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stephanie Meyer's Life and Death. Yep. That's it. I wish this was Stephanie Meyer's Life and Death. I don't wish she I'm was reporting. Dead. I have to report that. No, I just wish yeah. that like this was the story of her life, literally. Well, this is the story of a girl. This is the story of a girl. She cried a river and drowned the whole world. And she looks like it's all hot dog water. That's what it is. It's hot dog girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's been living. Okay, we're all we'll back in a moment. Should we jump right into the big moment? I mean, why why beat around the bush? Um, Bo is wandering the streets of Port Angeles. He he broke off from his friends on because their... it took too long to pick a white corsage and a white ribbon. He yeah, <laughs> he was really upset that his friend took like two hours to finally come to the conclusion for this dance. I'm gonna it's get Jeremy. I'm gonna get a white orchid and a white bow tie. <laughs> and the florist kept going. The girls really care. You should have known already what the dress. which is so true um you go in there knowing okay as a boy who went to prom you go in knowing one piece here's a swatch you go in knowing one thing the color is this (laughs) i'm wearing purple with my tuxedo and you go in and talk to the nice lady and she gives you a whole book with different lapels and different options and you go i don't know the one that looks like a tuxedo and i guess purple and you're there for an hour and your mom's just looking at stuff and she goes, no, you have to make the decision. It's your decision. I wore blue almost every prom. Well, blue looks great on everybody. Thank you. Once it was like a royal blue. What I'm saying blue. is real basic choice. Once it was like a royal blue and then my senior year, I wanted to dress like Tina Fey wore to host the Golden Globes. And it was like a midnight sparkly. Honestly, okay, I, I, I looked amazing both times. Uh, okay. Once I looked like a kid. And the other time I looked like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> How disgusting of you. <laughs> Let me, spoiler alert. If I, I got, looked at those photos, I would say that as a child. I got the. My, you did not look like a woman. My junior year prom dress, I bought it. And if it. anyone told you so, you need to get out of that 7 Eleven and tell your parents. I bought at in New York in a, while I was breaking up with my boyfriend, <laughs> who I was supposed to go to prom with. And you bought this dress? Yeah. Did you? I was in a dressing room. in a plane? I, no, I was in a dressing room in New York, uh, Bloomingdale's. And I was buying. You went prom dress shopping on your vacation in New York City. Well, it was spring break and I was going to New York to do college visits. And it was also almost prom. So my mom was like, it'll be fun. We'll go prom dress shopping. And I was like, in that the big does city? sound like Okay, fun. that is kind of fun. Um, and I had a real date and it was great. And then we broke up while I was. Like over the phone? Like over text. Kind of. Ooh. And then we like didn't officially break up until like 2 a.m. in a park that Sunday. Uh, and I lied to my mom and said I fell asleep at a friend's house. And then the next day at lunch, she was like, you have to tell us the real reason you were out till 2 a.m. last night. Yeah, and, you don't fall asleep at a friend's like, house. And I was like, please don't make me talk to you guys about it. I broke up. And she was like, that's what we thought. Uh, <laughs> So that's my absolutely breakup caught story. with your pants down. And I were, really was caught, and I didn't think I would. You wearing red heart boxer shorts, and everyone saw. Mm-hmm. Is that broken hearts? So yeah, all the boys are out there getting corsages, and then Bo, our protagonist, if you've forgotten by now, mm-hmm. um, leaves, and he goes, "I'm going to go check out. I'm going to do an errand." He tells them, and they all say, um, "Okay, we'll meet you at the movie then." <laughs> They don't push him on it. And also the reader doesn't know what his errand is. He just is bored of his friends. So we find well, out the reader knows for a The reader store. knows we're trying to get him away so we can get to a plot point. Yeah. But him as a character, he says, uh, I just gotta go. So he wanders to a bookstore and then he gets up close and sees the crystals. 
and it's a hippie bookstore. And then he takes, quote, one look at the hippie at the counter and knows it would be fruitless to ask if she knows where a bookstore is. He was like, that's not... He doesn't, I don't think he say, says it that rudely. Basically. He, he, he was kind of just like, I don't want to have a conversation with this hippie. I know it's, I'm not going to like it. And let me tell you, Bo, I'm on board. I do not want to have a conversation just, with a crystal she, If you asked her where a bookstore was, she would be very nice and tell you. No, yeah. I guess he was looking for a bookstore. And he's like, oh, there are books here. But also there's this like book witch who <laughs> 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 mans this but also, Shop. he went to a, an occult store. He's dating a vampire, and he knows it now. Doesn't? Why wouldn't he just check in? Well, he's not totally sure yet. He did, he's pretty we did, sure. We skipped over in a recap. He did the classic Wikipedia looking up vampires, vampires across the world. Stregonona. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not the Stregonona. The, the Benefici. Ah, uh, Stregonona and her big pot, and she makes spaghetti for everyone. But, it's bl- but, the, but the sauce is blood. No, she Vampire. makes pasta for everyone, and then that kid, her apprentice, she says, "Don't make no, pasta I know for everyone." I have to go out of town. I was making it a vampire. And then he makes pasta for everyone, and it overwhelms the whole town. Remember how she like punishes him and says, "You have to eat it all eat now." All the pasta, you fat little piggy. <laughs> yeah, like in Matilda. Yeah, and that kid turned into one big tube noodle. Oh, not a meatball. No, and then she ate him. That's the end of the story. Like, oh, no. Nah. Um, many of many fans of the pod will remember our first and greatest joke. Betafucci, Betafucci. <laughs> Look, I don't know. It's all a blur to me these days. Um, and so then he leaves the store. Okay, we finally got to the actual part of <laughs> well, this. Well, I wanted to talk about the hippie moment. Sure. Because I that we see a lot that uh Stephanie Meyer hates hippies now. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Oh, I'm, I was thinking like you were leading it. Then you started clinking your glass around Churchill. <laughs> I made two margaritas and two separate glasses for this podcast. It's going well. Um, <laughs> my review is in. So Bo is walking down the street. He goes down like a, uh, the, a kind of a wrong turn. He describes the street he's on as like at an angle that disoriented him. And I thought, this is not Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't turn away and like oh my but he was also like I'm on the northeast side of the road well, on the no, sidewalk. he said I thought I was walking in a northeasterly direction as if like he cares <laughs> I guess like if you're on the coast you kind of you know which way the direct you not know. this guy well yeah because he knows oh the the oceans to the north where he's at not this I know guy. this about Port Angeles I've looked at a map recently oh how recently um about twenty according to my podcast timer about twenty eight minutes ago. Your podcast timer is on 28 minutes? No, it's 25 minutes in, oh, about good. three Mine minutes before it. we recorded. Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay, Mine's listeners at home, just <laughs> write down what time it is on your podcast app. And you'll know how much we edited out so Yeah, far. <laughs> that's a little, little insider secret. Um, And he gets, he walks past people that are shoving drugs in their pockets. I don't, they were just kind of like hanging out. I, they were like... But, he says, I think I saw drugs. I think I saw a gun. Oh, I didn't remember the drug part, really. I remember he said, I thought the guy had a gun in his back pocket. Yeah, that's when he turns back really fast. And then he walks a little further in this, like, I'm guessing, big red cigarette marm yells, <laughs> <laughs> yells, you a cop? Hey, hey, cop. Hey, pig. Hey. And he's like, what, me? Wah, wah, wah. He's like, I'm in high school. He's like, I'm a high school student. I'm clearly a child. And they were like, no, we saw your partner. He was in Vice. And he was like, no, that was my dad dropping me off. But also, I don't know what they meant because his friend drove him here. That is what was confusing. How did they they follow him from Forks to here? I think that we're supposed to believe that these criminals, I'll call them, for lack of a better description. I'll call them hooligans. Hooligans. Uh, except they're like middle-aged. They're adults. Yeah. So all these bikers uh, saw him get off the plane and ran into him in the airport with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or they were just. Regardless, this part was a very confusing It makes moment. no sense because Charlie was nowhere near them at all in the narrative. So it's a jump that Stephanie went back to this book to correct the little errors that she said she made, but then she left this new one in. So I can't wait in in 10 years from this release, Mm -hmm. her going back and turning it back to Bella and Edwards to correct the errors that she made in this gender swapped. 
or they're all non-binary in 10 years. It's like the episode of Are You the One? But then where anyone could fall in love with anyone. Everything could stay the same. Why? Ju- why not just read Twilight and know they're non-binary? Why not read Twilight and not read anything else? That's the big question of this entire okay. season of the podcast. So they say, "Hey, pig, he was in Vice. You're a you're a pig," and he's like, "I am he, truly a high school student." And they're like, "You're gonna go back to your dad and tell him all our secrets." And this adult pulls a gun on him. Fully pulls a. gun gun on him and he was like uh here's my wallet uh what do you want and then a shorter hooligan is like picks up a pipe from the road because in port angeles there are just pipes on the road i love stephanie's vision of she's from phoenix a city yeah but she thinks this smaller town city place (laughs) is just warehouses it's just west side story sets abandoned west side story sets uh so he picks up what I just, you, you said that like it was a tongue twister. Abandoned West Side Abandoned West Side Story Spits. Um, he picks up pi- a pipe and he's like, dead men tell no tales. Oh yeah, one of them turns to the other one and goes, hey, what's that old pirate song? Dead, dead men, men tell, tell no, no tales. tales. But we want to be Because canonically quiet. this is set before Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, so they could not reference that. So instead they have to say, hey, you know that old pirate song? <laughs> uh. And it's also they're fully Team Rocket point, from Pokemon. I was gonna say at this point it's like uh, the the Wet Bandits from Home Alone. Yeah, these are caricatures like, of. Hey Murph, we gotta be quiet about this. Then men tell no tales. We'll bop them with the pipe. As if, <laughs> as if also they figure out maybe this guy isn't a cop and he's just a teen, but at least his dad's a cop. So to stop it from going home to his cop, which again. We don't know when they ran into this cop. Yeah. He doesn't work in their town. They think, and maybe saying, I ran into some people that threatened me and were on drugs. And I can't really describe where they live, what they look like, who they, they are. They were just on this one street. So instead, instead they're like, let's leave a body. <laughs> let's murder an innocent babe. Let's um, leave his blood on the streets. And then right on cue. Okay, that was not supposed to be a pig. It was supposed to be well, a no, we're, so hey, no, we're back to... <laughs> We're back to Foley Corner with Maggie. Um, 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 nope, went back to Pig. Vroom, yeah. vroom, 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 vroom. Uh, how do you do a car sound? A car s- No, this is up to you. You're the pro. You bragged about it on this podcast. <laughs> okay. You keep going re. Okay, let me walk everyone through what okay. that one just was. That was someone starting up an old-timey <laughs> lawnmower and then opening up a walk-in freezer door. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Try. Uh, let me click another button on our pad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the second one was better. The Thank first you. one, <laughs> again, was like the world's first automobile. <laughs> a Ford. <laughs> uh, imagine being the first person to drive a car. Feel fun. You would feel like a god, or like you're about to explode because you're strapped to a bomb. Both. Anyway, I think the first car was probably more like. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Um, so the Volvo's here to the rescue. Dame Volvo. Dame Volvo. Edith shows up and she's just like. Edith shows up and she's like, "Hey, y'all, stop picking on this kid." So this this brings us to the other big change, which is okay, that yeah, Edith is fully going to kill these people she in get, front oh, of yeah, Bo. She, she's like, okay, I'm going to murder them. And Bo pulls her back in the car and says, let's just get out of here, babe. So they keep driving. They get like a few blocks away. And she goes, she like, stops the car. And she's like, well, what, miles what? away. She's like, what if I go back, though, and murder them? <laughs> yeah, she's like, anyway, um, don't leave this car. I'll know if you leave the car. Um, just sit tight and i'm gonna i'm gonna be right back i'm gonna go don't ask me what i'm gonna do but i'm gonna just like i'll be right back and he's like i think you're gonna murder them so i'm gonna say stop it babe babe i don't know how or why but i do know um like chill out similar aggro murder energy that um edward has but i don't remember being this much yeah edward was like internalizing it and edith is like I'm going to go freaking rip them up. I'm going to murder them. It also brings us to the biggest distinction that differentiates Twilight from from this book. In Twilight, Bella was targeted because she's a teenage girl. Yeah. So these men were harassing her on the street. So the equivalent to that. According to Stephanie Meyer, the only way to translate threat to men on the street is to be, according to her, the most dangerous profession. The most 
maligned people in America. Officers of the law. <laughs> she says, isn't it you so hard being you know a, a cop? worse on the streets even than women? Who equaled, what's just as dangerous as being a woman on a dark unknown street is being a cop. An officer of the law. An, an unarmed cop. Uh, Stephanie truly said, a cab, all cops are. Babies to be protected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's absolutely insane. These wet bandit caricatures who walk up to a, a normal person who's just walking by and just goes, you're a cop, aren't you? I'm going to friggin' bash you. I'm going to murder you. I'm going to stick your head in a drain until you don't breathe. <laughs> Famous thing the white bandits do. Yeah, they do that. And man, they really had it coming when they moved to New York and that kid found them. Well, I've never seen that sequel. I know. It's really good. Well, apparently. He takes over an abandoned brownstone and That's... does all the same stuff, except there's a pigeon woman. Okay, the abandoned brownstone taking it over is my dream. And it's also there's a pigeon woman. I know that from the SNL sketch. Yeah, there's a pigeon woman uh, and you think she's scary, but she's. That's and, and he gives her, and there's a candy, there's a toy store, but it's not FAO Schwartz because they wouldn't let us. That's crazy. That's the toy store. I know. Should we take a break? Um. Yeah. And then we got to take about our biggest heartbreak we've ever had reading the these truly books. Truly, woof. Truly woof. It's a That's story my- that <laughs> it's a story Maggie's writing for her Patreon. How dare you make fun of my Patreon where I assume I, I there's like, plenty of money there. I don't know. I Photoshop. Your face onto pitchforks. Yeah, and then you, and then you, you Photoshop them like the fa- the pitchfork with my face is spanking me. I don't know. Okay, I would. That's what I'm asking that. for. That's, I'm I, that's I'm not the that client. Bad. I yeah. want 150 dollars for that. That sounds really cheap. You should charge more. Okay, I want 380 dollars. No, 300 is my max. <laughs> okay, 300. Okay, you have a deal. I'm gonna put this on right. A Chris face pitchfork spanking. I mean, great. Faced, I'm guessing, just like model. I, want to I don't want do a it. real picture. If you can up that. my best Photoshop or Instagram, which is um, us as Bella and Edward in the tree. I did that. No, I did that. Chris, I did that. I will. I will find the draft on my computer. No, I'll get the receipts. It was me. I did that. Stephanie Meyer is a coward. As we said at the start of this. I'll say it every time I have the chance. Right. Stephanie Meyer is a coward. Sharon Stephanie Meyer is a coward. She goes to the grocery store, Maggie, that is, and mm-hmm. they're like, okay, that's going to be twenty three eighty two. And you go, thank you so much. Did you know Stephanie Meyer is a coward? Yeah. Then you hand out your literature. Yeah. my I get on the phone with my boss in the morning, and there's that moment where, like, everyone's making sure their headphones work. Does what? Does this happen to you? It's no. It's like, no one has their AirPods already in, so you're Why like- Why do they have their AirPods? So you're like, oh, can you hear me? Sorry, let me put my headphones in. Can you hear me? Oh, it's supposed to be an easy transition, right? Oh, Hello? Okay, I can hear you. And that whole time I'm going, Stephanie Meyer is a coward. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer is a coward. <laughs> hate to roast you and your coworkers, but yeah. I've never had this. So I guess we're professionals at my job. She, uh, there are, so like this change, there are two chains, I guess unlike this change. Did you say two chains? <sighs> <laughs> okay, so two chains shows up. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, it was shocking. In the story. <laughs> it was unexpected, but. Not unwanted. Right. So we talked about the big change of these chapters. Well, well one, one second, one second here. One second. Here yeah, yeah. Maggie, um, you know, you're getting to that age where I think I need to talk, talk to you about the big change that's happening to you and um, to all your friends. So, you know, okay. you're not weird. Okay. You know, because this is happening. It's just I think you need to know so you can be prepared. What should I look for? Um, well, what you should look for. Swelling. Oh, God. No, no. I'm just saying, like, you and your friends are going to start. Stop. Spitting? No, you're going to stop. Falling? No. Well, you're going to get to do falling. Gravity still affects you, honey. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, you and your friends. What f- should I look for, though? I'm about to tell you. You keep are, it off to me. marked? <laughs> no, you're not marked by anything. Is, what? Is Tiffany marked? No. Okay. Tiffany is, a, I assume, a healthy girl. There's some swelling. Well, she had that volleyball thing. 
I is don't. Is that what this is? This about volleyball? No, I think you're still feeling a little guilty that you spiked it into her, her face. Though. Is this what that's about? No, this is not what that's about. This okay. is totally different. I feel I like no, we got rid. No, my I don't want to talk. My hands are so big. Uh, honey, compared to my arm. Honey, I think you can't control it. And I think you have some latent rage against her. No. And you're lying about your hands. They're so big. No, they're normal hands. No, if you compare them, I read that you're supposed to compare them to your forearm. And if you compare what? them to my forearm, they're the size of my whole arm. My hands are as well, big I, as my arm. I, I have visual uh, acu- acuity. Is that the right word? I have. I don't know what that. And what means. I'm what I'm saying is your hands are not the size of Does your arm. Does acuity mean swelling? No. Okay. Okay. Does it mean marked? No, we've Spitting. gone past this. No, let's let's cross these out mentally. Okay, it's not swelling, marked. I can't believe spinning. we got so far away from what I was just gonna say. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say you and your friends are gonna stop watching certain TV channels. You're gonna move away from like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. And your friends are gonna start talking about Mom. We watch HBO. The CW and we watch HBO. Okay, so you're already there. I'm yeah, little, okay. that's where I learned about the hand thing. Well, and also well now, swelling. well now I'm gonna have to look. At who? How are you watching well, HBO? You know my friend Mark. No, Mark marked. Oh, Mark Mark. He said that if you watch HBO shows, your pants will swell. And then, oh well, I think he look HBO does have shows for um old adults, so I think he maybe was talking about that. Do you know what I mean? I when, don't. When boys are watching adult shows, is it like? What is it like when you're an adult? Is it like when you watch don't say volleyball? You, honey, do not say urine at me. Okay. <laughs> you are an adult. Thank you. Is it like when you come to my volleyball game? Don't, honey, don't say come at to me. Okay. Is it like when you attend my volleyball games? I don't. I do honestly, I've sh- lost track of where the original, <laughs> where the original point. Well, Mark likes to watch out. HBO. Okay. Is Mark watching HBO the same as you attending my volleyball? Zero percent similarities there. You both enjoy it. Yes. So you don't enjoy my volleyball game. I do enjoy it, but in a different way. What do you mean a different way? I clap and cheer. Don't say way at me. You know I'm allergic. To weigh. That's why I can't eat cheese its anymore at volleyball. Honey, I've said practice. before it's a lactose thing, not no, a whey it's thing. Whey. The doctor said whey. And no, that's he why said, I can't eat cheese its at volleyball well, anymore. Well, you can't have cheese its because of the sodium. I'm, I'm just a kid. I can have sodium. Well, it makes your hands bigger. They're so big. <laughs> I think. I think I, 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 what is this <laughs> that was kind of fun that was fun wow uh, that was better than talking about Twilight Many, improv improv did you do an improv podcast join <laughs> no. the ranks I mean that's what this has been yeah it's so, really in the end what, oh we're saying the, oh bad change the yeah, big so change there was a big change in the chapters oh. about why Bo was hunted down the street but now we're going to address a few changes that were not made that should have been. Yes. Number one, Bo is writing a paper on Macbeth. Longtime listeners of the pod may remember Bella's paper on Macbeth was the mistreatment of female characters in Shakespeare's Macbeth. Yeah. Or something like that. Her thesis was like, was Shakespeare misogynist? Yeah. Instead, Bo writes a paper on Macbeth. We never learn what his subject, what his, what his paper title is. How dare Stephanie? She I don't, is a coward. I don't know why she didn't write it. This I don't know why she thought this Bo wanted. Is it because she thinks, oh, Bo isn't like sensitive to that? Or would he, does she think like, oh, Bo's a boy. So boys don't care about feminism. I guess. But why wouldn't she to show make that? Bo a hunky, hunky guy. Or just have, if, if even if you think Bo is too whatever to care about feminism. But he's supposed have to be, be smart and sensitive. Have him write Bella. about anything. Yeah, just instead write of, about something. Instead, she said, I'm going to remove it. Maybe she thought it was too bold of a stance of her to, to put that in her book well, in the first place. Well, later she says, Un- an- don't hold me to antiquated gender roles, Bo. Well, yeah. because that's Edith. Well, because it's the easiest choice possible for Stephanie Meyer to say, guys, We've evolved beyond men always paying for women and holding or open doors. But don't you dare but she analyze literature. Doors. Chris, Edith loved that he held out the doors. Oh, yeah. I hope that Edith pressures Bo into having sex. I'll say I it. hope she doesn't. 
I'm going to say on the podcast here, I hope no. she does not pressure this book. I hope she does. <laughs> Look, you can write that on your Patreon. <laughs> We're getting more content for you. Um, The other one, Chris, do you want to say it? Yeah, this is this the, is a heartbreak. You guys, brace yourself. Truly the saddest thing that's ever happened to Sit us. Down. We've asked this question in previous chapters of where are they going to have dinner? In Twilight, Bella, Swan, and Edward <laughs> Cullen go to... Oh, who? Oh, uh, who? Um, they go to an Italian restaurant called La Bella Italienne. One of our, probably the best episodes of this podcast ever. It was us we wheezing dis- in pain. When we discovered that La Bella Italienne is a real restaurant. A truly amazing discovery where Bella slurps down Coke and eats mushroom ravioli. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, a, like the goddamn miracle worker she is. <laughs> Honestly, like a kid in a movie. Okay, he's like Hooper. In Stranger Things, giving Hopper. Hopper giving Eleven like the only food he has in his yeah. pantry because she's so hungry, and her yeah. slurping it down was Bella and in this restaurant. She was like, "Damn, that mushroom ravioli is fucking good." And in this gender swap version, they go, they go to, to an Italian restaurant, unnamed restaurant. How dare she? We wanted it to be the Beau Italian. Stephanie Meyer, if I got to sit down in a freaking room with you, I'd say. What's the name of the goddamn restaurant in Life and Death? I What's ne- the name of it, Stephanie? Okay, yeah. If we got her, if we got an interview with her, this is really what I would want to ask her. I would ask her these three questions: yeah. What's Bo's paper about? What's the goddamn name? And was Jessica <laughs> really wearing a white dress to homecoming? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask. Okay, who in these? Who in your book is not straight? Because statistically, there has to be one. Have you thought about this? Or who in your book is not white? Yeah. Name a vampire that's not white, Stephanie. Name one. Don't say Laurent just because the movies. Just because Catherine decided to do it. So we were really heartbroken that it wasn't the Beau Italian, the Beau Bourguignon, the Beau Buff. There's so much fun to be had. And even if you don't want to have fun, make it the Belle Italian. I don't give a shit. Yeah, she decided... It's almost as if in doing the gender swap, she said, I'm not going to have fun with this. She, as laid out in the thesis of the intro note, she did this to like prove a point in like a snarky way of being like, see, Bella isn't a damsel in distress. It doesn't matter what gender they are. But in the end, she made it like kind of lifeless. One of the best episodes of 30 Rock is TGS Hates Women. And that whole episode's premise is that like people were saying that 30 Rock was bad for women because Jenna Maroney is like stupid and. Liz Lemon's like obsessed with having babies or whatever and like crazy and as if that was the point of the show ever and Stephanie Meyer is trying to do the exact same thing here and just I mean falling absolutely. on her face like Bella getting out of a goddamn car <laughs> absolutely failing at every turn um I do love how still in this version Bo is gulping down cokes like nobody's business oh yeah I'm, another down change, mushroom ravioli another change um I'm really just dis- non change that I'm really disappointed by is mushroom ravioli. Yeah, why not give have him eat something his, else? If Bo was on goddamn meal, give him his own fun Let thing. Let the real life Labella Italian and Porangelis get another famous meal out of this yeah, book. Or just pick another restaurant that's real. Give another place a little boost. You no, know, whatever. But Home small business. I just can't She's believe rich. that Bo wants to slurp down Coke and eat mushroom ravioli like Bella. No, Bo wants to have those, um, okay, you know those like uh, uh, candy straws with like the little get, like circle face guys that are like sour? You know what I'm talking about? You get them at like basketball games. They're kind of like airhead sours, sour but they're straws. straws but circle heads? Like the little mascots where they kind of like look like little viruses. Anyways, no he idea. wants to eat those No, I, let's go back. Yeah. Did you ever? Okay. You know what? Yeah, you can host this podcast without me. Let's no, go back. About, no, I don't no, know what the thing no, was. You're hosting without me now. Okay, once I ate um a sucker, a lollipop. No, I'm back. You can't say sucker <laughs> on this podcast like that's what people call them. At a football game, and the thing <laughs> eight, was also you, eight one. Is <laughs> the thing is, they were like alien heads, and the sticks were glow sticks. Do you have these? What? No, that and sounds then, like a recipe to get. You know, you know, you know the well, radium just girls. Just wait. I put the glow stick on my arm, <laughs> took it off when I got home that night, and my arm stayed glowing. What? In a ring all the way around. It had leaked into my skin. My skin glowed even after my shower for a whole day. <gasps> Do you have any superpowers on that arm? No, but I had to hide it from my parents. Why? 
because they would be like, why did you eat junk that makes your arm glow in the fucking dark? Oh, I guess you have lame parents. Yeah, they didn't let me have five hour energy there because I would have a heart attack. Well, yeah, no one should have. What do you mean they wouldn't let me have five hour energy so they're not cool? What are you talking about? Pretty My mom good. and dad, if you're listening, I hope you stopped when I asked about Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> um, hate to put them on blast and you, but have yeah. they listened in a while? I don't know if they've I feel like they sh- I feel like they shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just hope they didn't listen to the one where I read fan fiction. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, what happened in these chapters. We don't really have any other hangups other than now we get like confirmation, not confirmation that Edith is a vampire. Yeah. Because as we read at the start, that's what Bo is sure of. Yeah. And um, I mean, I liked getting to know Edith a little more. I don't really care about getting to know Bo. He's no, sort of Edith, a non-entity. We didn't really talk about it at all. Bo, mm-hmm. again, is a non-entity, but I think he's cute. Yeah, he's like fine. I, there's a bit of weird... This is weird to say because he's the human, but there's like a weird possessiveness that I'm reading into his like physical actions with Edith. Like if Edith wasn't a super strong vampire, oh, I think the way that he's he He's like, constantly like, grabbing her arm and her hand to keep and her like, close and saying yeah, like, you can't leave. That's sort of odd. So but it's like obsession. Weird, yeah, yeah, so that's sort of a weird way he was socialized as a boy. Yeah, it's like if I let her go, she's going to be gone forever. I need to have her. Um, but she. But it's like the same, like the same impulses Bella was having, right? Because right? she was thinking the same things, but just didn't have the confidence to grab Edward all the time. Right. Um, I was going to say Edith, though. Fucking cool. really hot, way yeah, hotter than cool. Edward ever was. I have she's, to say, she's very hot and very cool and like funnier. And chill. And she kind of digs at Bo yeah. in like the ways that we were like told Edward did, but like never really saw. I think it's about the same. She makes fun of um, Bo for being, you know, like a klutz and a danger magnet and all this that stuff. But I think um, when, for some reason, when Edith has moments where she's like, you know, shows weakness for this nerdy boy, I think that makes her hotter. Ooh. I mean, in like, I think I like her more. Meanwhile, Edward had the same things with Bella, but I didn't care as much. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out, straight for Edith. I was going to say, Chris, straight for nobody, but, well, Kate Blanchett and Edith. Well, because Edith, in my mind, is kind of a middle-aged brunette. Which, no, you like blondes, Chris. Oh, well, see, I don't even know my type. <laughs> as long as you're, honestly, I hate- As long as you're middle-aged. I hate to say, I hate to say this on podcasts, but <laughs> MILFs. <laughs> Thrill, feel free to apply. <laughs> I did think you were going to say MILFs thrill me. <laughs> I am not um, a 67-year-old uh, 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 theater gay. MILFs Mil- thrill, thrill me. me darling. Um, we'll uh, be right back. To thrill you. Yep. Chris. Um, yeah. Chris. Is this one of these tricks? Chris. Yeah, it is. Chris, I cannot. Chris. Chris. Come on, give them what they want. It's been so long since I've had a proper one of these. Chris, I cannot. Chris. I'm looking for my thing. What? Chris, I cannot stop thinking about the fact that Bo doesn't know what a scarf is. This is, um, neither does his dad, really. Also, later. Later, he's like, what's that on your neck? (laughs) okay here's i'll read it i'll read directly from the book yes i'd never worn a scarf that i could remember so i just sort of wound it in a circle until i ran out of fabric Uh. at least it covered my neck maybe (laughs) (laughs) i was what else do you need it to do then cover your neck Maybe I should own a scarf. <laughs> uh, and then he talks, this is our first gay content in this book. He talks about how amazing the scarf smells and mm-hmm. how it must smell like her. And then she says that it's Archie's. Yeah, she wears a lot of her brother Archie's clothes because he has really is, great fashion sense. Which is like pretty gay. And then also being so in love with the smell and it's really her brother's. I mean, like, she was wearing it, so I had a little bit of her scent on it, but, like... But, like... Also, he goes to bed that night, and he's gonna fully jerk off smelling this scarf, which mostly smells like her brother. Chris. Ew. What? That is so gross. That they're both boys? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is gross. How does that even work? work? Like physically. Well, I'm going to have to start another <laughs> podcast called How Does That Work Even Physically? <laughs> and the only thing that I re- that really stood out, other than the big things that we're disappointed by in terms of changes, was that this might have been an original one, but I don't know. Um, Bo wakes up early one morning to do homework because he's a maniac. It wasn't like the afternoon before. No, it was on the weekend, but he wakes up and he goes on a vision quest of how angry and horny he is. Yes, I remember. He goes into the woods and he like stumbles around. Eventually he comes back and then it's like noon. So he's out there for hours early in the morning. And then then eventually he comes back home and he's like, okay, now I got to like change so I can do some homework. So he changes into like a new shirt and new jeans. So then he can hang out and relax at home and do his Macbeth. Well, because it started to rain. No, but when I get home after being outside. Oh, you don't change back into I change jeans. into comfy clothes. Sure, In yeah. him, he goes, I, I need to change fair. the jeans well, and the t-shirt. Or in quarantine, you wear the same pajama pants all day. And then when you get ready for bed, you're like, I need fresh pajama pants. I need to switch into new pants. <laughs> so he decided, I'm going to get into my thinking pants. Yeah. And he put those on. I'm really glad he's got some thinking pants. And that's J E A N S. Uh jumpstart, eleganza, we, doing? apple tree, Nancy, Sam. Now why did you do that? I wanna elaborate on well, what I wanted, compelled you. I wanted to make sure that they knew we weren't implying that Renee or Charlie have, have any, any sort of thinking, gen- genetic, genetic code. Thinking, right. Yeah. No, no, no. They are unthinking cuties. Yeah, Cuties, but my idiots. my type. Yeah, milfs. A dumb, Renee. A dumb milf. <laughs> An uh. absolute shit for brains. Hot milf with bazongas. This is on the record. This is on the Internet <laughs> Archive. One day, um, that's been Edward as a vampire. Parenthetically, Edith is a vampire. Parenthetically, mm. life and death. Parenthetically. <laughs> Help. <laughs> help parenthetically Edward is a vampire season five five, five our podcast books. is getting ready for kindergarten I think it's already in first grade first grade well okay first grade. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send Maggie to first grade in the meantime Strong bad. you can send us an let email let me know if you know oh Homestar Runners they do bad. you can send us an email at Edward is a vampire pod at gmail.com to send us your kind of uh, you know little little fanfics if you want to, you know, send in. If you want to be my lover, you got to stuff get with to feature on our friend. Patreon. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna post on Instagram this week. So if you want to see that iconic return to the stage where we first went viral with a ridiculous meme, uh, you can follow us. There's also a great meme involving Real Housewives of New York season two. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> that was like. That was like a peak comedy. It's like really. So if you want to like quick, ma- if you want a masterclass without paying the fee, yeah. If you want check out our Instagram <laughs> at Edward is a vampire pod. Perfect, and then leave us a five star. That's E is in Edward. Review. Okay, do this thing again. D is I'm gonna word. 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 A is in ard. R is in erd. D is in duh. I is an is, S is in A is an A, B is in vampire, A is an empire, M is in empire, P is in pyre, I is an ire, R is in re, E is in E, P is in pod, O is in odd, D as in duh. That's Edward is a vampire pod. Yeah, yeah.